Welcome to Outwitting the Manipulator, the podcast that gives you powerful techniques to protect yourself as manipulation is taking place. Now here are your hosts, authors, and communication experts, Robin Galinsky and Dr. Dennis Becker. So we have, in fact, have a guest with us today. We're so we're delighted that she's joining us, and there she is. she's even even willing to use her own, her name, Becky Norwood. So Becky, here we are. So good and to Becky, see you. Thank you so much for joining us. Becky's the founder of Spotlight Publishing, and she is the publisher of our book. And ironically, after we interviewed multiple publishers, we hit it off with Becky. We chose Becky for our book, and. Lo and behold, Becky started sharing with us mm-hmm. as she learned the content of her book, some of her experiences and said, well, one day we're going to want to interview you. Well, you'd like to do that. And she said, sure. So here we are. Ta-da. Here I am. Thank you for having me. It's, it's delightful. And I'm learning a lot just listening to you guys. You're such a good sport. <laughs> and, and she, Becky has had her own technology adventures with her business. So we wanted somebody yeah. who could be early adopters with us on this new platform. <laughs> well, I'm learning this platform for myself, so I'm kind of learning from you on this one, too. <laughs> yeah, it's it's never going to be perfect, but so far, thanks to David and Paula, our great producers from Pod 617, so if you ever need a producer, they're awesome. There he is. Yeah, they are. Hi, guys. Knowing they're in the background is really helpful. Well, Becky, maybe do you want to just share with us that there's Paula? Do you want to share with us your back, your experience with manipulation? Well, mine was pretty serious because I thought the interesting part about this is that it started when I was a small child and my father was a horrible manipulator. In fact, he drove away all grandparents, aunts and uncles, anybody in the family. They just, they just stayed away because he was the way he was. And it's interesting, in adulthood, I have gotten to know some of those people. I have my aunt I'm very close to. At the time, things were so different because his was, it was a lot of mental abuse. It was a lot of sexual abuse. It was a lot of every kind of abuse. I say that's just about every kind of abuse you could have had. But he did it to each one of us in the family, including my mother. And she had no understanding of how to, to cope with it. She was 17 when she married him. And kind of just the way it was. But what I find so interesting is that you mentioned things like he's smart. A person is smart and charismatic. He was. Nobody outside of the family knew that he was this kind of person. They loved him. They just thought he was amazing. They did not know what was going on behind the scenes. And as a young child... The the words that I had heard all the time, I was ugly, I was stupid, and I would never make it in the world. Wow. And when you have that and you grow up with it, you absolutely, as you grow into adulthood, you have no trust in yourself. Mm-hmm. How no, could you? No belief in yourself because you don't, you, I was, we were never allowed to have friends over. Every, every conversation that we had with somebody, especially because he, like to get into different religions, and he'd rise to the top firstly, always. Everybody just adored him. But then behind the scenes, 
he, he, he could see that, well, we're, he's taking us to church and we're talking to somebody. So we'd get home. Well, what'd you talk about? What did you say? And I, even as a young child, he would keep us up all night grilling us on what we said in that conversation with that person. And the horrible part about it is pretty soon you could not remember what you, you said and just finally agreed, yeah, you said that when you didn't say it. Oh, that's a classic question. It's just such a mind-numbing thing. Yeah. Plus, you're tired. You're, you're run down. Yeah, and by the time you've listened to it all night long and and had to repeat it 50 times, and you just you just couldn't go there anymore. Was he ever diagnosed, it. Becky, with anything? Cause no. It, that, no, he wasn't. It sounds like he might have had OCD or something else like that. Well, it's been a long journey for me, and I'm... In my sixties, you know, and I and it, it's taken me a lot of years to get through this and to understand what really took place. I do know that he grew up in a horrible, hideous background, and he was his mom actually lied about his name and age, and he was overseas in the military when he was fourteen. And oh fourteen, yes, and oh so, and then when he came out shortly right up after that, he met my mom and Mary, but. But his child, his mother knew he had broke his back and neck, and he, she, he oh. took himself to at ten years old. He took himself to the doctor. There were different times. There were very different times, and people were not as aware and often oh. turned their heads when when those things happened. So I, yeah. I've learned also to forgive him. That's even, amazing. Even the forgiveness is hard. It doesn't let mean that that. I would want to go through it again or would want to be in his presence again. He actually ended up taking his life a number of years ago. Wow. But but it was because I was getting to the point I was tired of the way I was an adult. I was full-grown adult before I got the courage to stand up to him. But it's only because I started realizing, and I, I took a, a class. Somebody told me about a class, and I was I never told anybody, but not even my first husband, what had gone on because I, I felt it was all my fault. And he always said, it's your fault. You'll never make it. You're, sure. It's all your fault. You deserved it. And so you believe that. And so I kept everything a secret for a very long time. And it wasn't until one day I was reading something and then started asking questions. And I went to a school called The Power of Your Thought. And... I started learning that, that, that I was worth something. I was amazing. worth a lot. And how it was, it was a journey. And it, there are triggers even to this day that I have to watch for. And I've finally become mindful of what the triggers are. When somebody says something that, that I know is manip- manipulative, my first reaction is to get really angry. And then I have to back up and realize and listening to you because I you mentioned you're swept, feeling terrible about yourself. You're an easy target. You're uncomfortable. These are all things that it was so uncomfortable all the time that I didn't know how to be. Yeah. And then finally, just, yeah. And now that's not the case for me, except, but, but I also know that, that there were, there are trigger points and I need to be really mindful of them. Well, I think it's you, a, amazing, sorry. totally courageous of you to share this because I, what I know about you is that you, your mission is to help people, not just help people, but the books that you publish are all books that help people. 
heal, get stronger. So you're an incredible role model. And I really am always grateful for people like you who have the courage to share that information and model for everyone that you're you're successful, you're healthy, you have a great family, you made it through that terrible hazing into the human experience. It was. It was. It's taken a lot of years to to yeah. really come to the point where I am today, and I'm grateful beyond belief for the point that I am today. Yeah, it shows. Do you remember? I mean, do you remember, Becky? Do you remember at what point in your life or a particular incident that helped you realize what was happening? I think it was a slow, slow and steady that you know of things that were happening. I, in fact, my first husband was very much like him. And that marriage oh lasted three years because all I do to attract oh. the same kind of person. Of course. I and I stayed single after I divorced him. I had two little babies and he never was a part of their lives. But I was so afraid I would attract the same thing again. It took me 20 years before I yeah. ever got remarried. That makes perfect sense to and me. I was just petrified yeah. that I did not want yeah, my children to go through yeah. that. And I just didn't have the confidence in myself. And it took a lot of work. But with my father, the, the thing that was, I was dating somebody and it was just, it was probably two weeks before he took his life. And we were all visiting my sister who lived in another town. We had gone there because there was some big family thing coming up. And we all, everybody in the family, cousins, aunts and uncles, and my kids and the guy I was dating my parents, my sister and her husband were all out for a walk out on the desert. And every it was enjoyable. It was nice. Your mom was still married to him? Yeah. Yeah, she okay. was. And she didn't have any courage for anything. And he had held a gun to her hand so many times. Oh, so, my goodness. So it, it, was, oh, boy. it was terrible. But when we got back, mm-hmm. he started in front of everybody. He started accusing me of things that I did not do with this man I was dating. And he did it in front of my children. And that was oh, the living end. That was the living end. And yeah. I got so angry. And I finally went. So I just took, we got back. I turned around and I said, told everybody, this is over. This, this gathering is over. We're all going home. And that night I went to my father's house and I said, all my life you You've manipulated, you've abused, and you've done it to every one of us in the family. Tomorrow morning, you when you get up, you're taking your trailer, your camp trailer, you're taking your your Jeep, and you're taking all your belongings and you're getting out of here. You you're never gonna abuse my mom again. Take whatever you want, take whatever you want, take your money, take everything. And and thank um, you. He didn't like it, and he did listen to me, but he that's when he took his life that day. I hope and you feel no guilt over respond? that. When you, that was when a last act of manipulation. Like yeah. When you, when you reacted and you were talking to him like that, what was his reaction during your reaction? It was, it was, it was, he was just, he just couldn't believe it. He just kept looking at me like, you got to be kidding me. What would you do that? And you could see he was just so, he was shook to the core that that I had challenged him that way. But I I was so cheerful that he would, he would really 
follow through because his his one of his manipulative things that he did was to say, if you tell anyone, I'll kill you and yeah. I'll kill your kids. Oh yeah. And I'll, and, yeah. and it was my. so it was manipulative. And I know this is extreme, yeah. but I what I have learned in this process is that I don't hold the corner in the market on this. Yeah, there are right. others that have gone through the same thing. And I don't want anybody yeah. to ever have to go through that. And They're it's going fat. through it now. Yeah, I know. And they look like you said, picture perfect on the outside. Oh, absolutely perfect. Yeah. Picture perfect. Yeah. Every he was on the city council. He, every time he joined a joined a church, and and he was every different religion. By the time I got, I was grown up. But he would rise to the top. He in Catholic church. He would. He was right away. It's all the way up to the top and running. They're mm-hmm. St. Vincent mm-hmm. de Paul and, yep. and yep. city council, they go to the top until somebody crashed them and they were starting to figure them out. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it was off. That's what we were things. That's and then the, he moved on. Yeah. Well, I, I want to pause yeah. there because that's a good point that you made that I just want to drop for everyone to think about, which is our society rewards manipulators in generally speaking. I've noticed that they absolutely can rise to the top of many organizations. Oh, yeah. Well, that's because yeah. they're charismatic. Yeah. yeah. And, yes. and, yes. and yes. the thing yes. is, is that I think there's a lot more awareness now than there used to be, even on sexual abuse, because he has sexually abused my sisters, my brother. So, so I mean, the, the, but when you have that added into the pot, you feel so worthless as a human oh, being. Yes. Oh, oh, my goodness. And so un worthy of any kind of good person to be in your life. Yes. That's what I was saying, Becky. What they the worst thing they rob you of is your own sense of well being, your own feeling of worthiness. And 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 that can happen as an adult too. It's terrible when it happens as a child because you're learning about the world. You're literally you're just learning. And these are your primary caregivers. You don't know anything else. Well, you don't but it realize also that that's the adult. way it's supposed to be because you think that's the way yeah. it's for everybody. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And that's right. why he never let us have friends over. Yeah, he didn't you want know, you to or know. we couldn't yeah. go and do, have sleepovers at other people's houses. It just mm-hmm. what didn't happen. Right. He you would know. have been found out because you would have compared notes with go, your friends. Let me go one level deeper. Do you know anything about his upbringing and his family and siblings or anything? It was, it was pretty over? bad. It was pretty bad. His, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was. And I, and that's what makes me understand that he too was a victim and this is what he knew, but he had a choice yeah. too. Yes. You know, right. just like I had a choice to decide. And, that's it, right. and while it's been a journey, I've never been that ugly in the heart and never wanted to manipulate. I just was a survivor. I just, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're um, a thriver, obviously. as they yes, say. Yes. Yeah. And that's even better. Yeah. Yeah. And you're leveraging, which is what, you know, we are hoping to do too, leveraging those experiences to help others. Because well, again, we're all responsible for our behavior. This is why I'm saying you don't want to be complicit in your own manipulation. As a child, you don't have a choice. As an adult, you always have a choice. Well, even as an adult, it took me a long time to realize that, that I yes. did have a choice. Yeah. Very long time yeah. because yeah. I did, had never had that comparison of what it, oh, what it was about. But we were just married still, in it right yeah. from the get-go. Yeah, in my core, I still knew there was something terribly wrong. But mm-hmm. because it took me so long to overcome the 
the, the shame, guilt, and fear. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, sure. It's to, yes. to understand that, that there's something better. And, and so it's been a journey. And, and the biggest thing that I want right now is, is the books that I help people get published, the, the people that I, I work right alongside with is they need their message out. They yes. need to met to, yeah. they're doing such good work in the world, just like your book, what you, what you too, your life, what you're giving in your life. It's obvious that you probably experience these things for yourself. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't be having these conversations and wouldn't have this as your life and passion. Well, um, that's why we love you, Becky, because you, tr- you are truly a believer and a collaborator and a yeah. supporter and a partner for us. Thank you. Yeah. As you are with all we your authors. Right. Yeah. So we I knew really. Right at the beginning, when we, when we first met you, we knew that you were going to be the right a mix for us, the right partner for us in all of this. And I, I want to update this by saying simply that you are doing the exact right thing for many, many people right now. In the last mm-hmm. 15 minutes, you have, I'm sure you have opened a doorway. You have given hope to so many people who had no idea that there might be somebody else like them going through this sort of thing, let alone that you can go through that door and succeed. And and be happy and have a life and thrive. So we are deeply grateful for you being with us today because of this, you are really doing the kind of coaching that we've been doing all these years from real life in real time. So people are hearing this in real time. So uh, congratulations to you and thank you so much for sharing all this and being yeah, brave. Really, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having really me. Helpful. I wrote a book at the very start of this, and well, I've been well into the journey, but it was called The Woman I Love. And what I realized is that until and unless I could come to love myself, that there was no way I could be truly loved the way I wanted to be loved. And so the journey from the time of taking that courage, because writing a book on the subject was scary as as hell. (laughs) Of course. But at the same time, it was the best healing that could have ever taken place because In having that courage, I started mm-hmm. a Facebook group and a Facebook page. And the Facebook group page was just oh, for those good. tire kickers. And then the page yeah, yeah. Facebook group went deeper. And out of that, there were 50 women who each wrote a chapter called In the Book, We Choose to Thrive. So there was two books two series in the series, We Choose to Thrive. Those women have gone, told their stories for the first time. They were similar to mine. They told their stories for the first time. They're going on to be have nonprofit organizations on it on the subject. They're coaches. They're doing amazing. Mm-hmm. But it's that first step to get yeah. to have the courage right. to step. Yep. That's and then right, you break right. the spell. So you break yeah. the spell and you've done yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. And you're doing it, as I said, you're doing it for people who are listening and watching right now. They needed someone that they saw in real life who had done this sort of thing. So Robin and I as coaches have seen this sort of thing on a regular basis, but to hear it from someone who had such a poignant story and and your willingness to share it is incredibly helpful to people. I I can't thank you enough, Becky. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And the biggest thing for me is I don't want anybody to go through that. And I want people to realize, I want people to realize that they're not the only one and that they can rise above it. And yeah. they can, they That's can right. 
come above it and serve and be serving this world in a much bigger way by standing up for themselves. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's so awesome. Thank you so yeah. much, Becky. Thank you. Great. Really appreciate you. All right. Thanks. Bye. All right. Take care oh. of yourself. And thank you. Thank so you. Much. Thanks for having me. Bye for Absolutely. Anytime. Bye for now. Yeah, so she's I a wonderful we're... example. I, I remember when we first met her feeling that. And we yes. didn't know that about her at the time. She hadn't told us those kind of things at the time. But we felt something with her. And and as we got to know her, of course, she shared a little bit about it. Because a little bit, but I didn't know all that. And that was, no, yeah, no. that was really courageous of her. So you, right. she means it. She means it. Yeah. She really doesn't want anybody to have to go through that. And that's what yeah. motivates her to be rawly honest about it. And I, boy, I'm so glad yeah. that we had her. So we yeah, are in our you last. Mentioned that that's six went, minutes. I'll just this last thing about 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 Becky that the type of work that she's doing, not only to and for and from herself, but that she t- does through her work with the kind of books that she publishes, like ours, is exactly what we're trying to encourage you to do. If that's something that you feel you can do, what can you do? to make your life an example to other people. And we'll help you get there. That's why we're here to help you with that. So where does it go? We have a few minutes left before we get to we, we end for today. And we want to tell you that at our next show, we will be talking about a different topic, similar, but different topic. We're going to be talking, we always, we're always talking about manipulation and we'll be talking about different tactics that are going to be used that are used perhaps against you. And we'll show you more than that how to protect yourself against any of those that happen to come come your way. So that's why we're here. And that's what we're going to be talking about. And if you have any questions for us, there's how you get in touch with us right there. Yeah. So that'll help you, you know how you feel about it. Yeah. We're going to do it a month Go from ahead, now. Bro. The plan is to do it a month from now. So for the next four months, we're going to do a once a month show. We'd love to hear from you about questions that you'd like us to cover. Mm-hmm. And of course, you can reach out and, and listen to the podcast and buy the book as well. It would be really helpful to you to get started on the training and do some of the worksheets. So, give you a, Just to give you a little bit of a hint about what we're going to be talking about next time, one of the topics we'll be talking about is something that maybe you wouldn't refer to it this way, but we'll be talking about public humiliation. What that does to you when you have been manipulated or in the process of being manipulated, oftentimes... A manipulator will try to do it at a time when you're in public and it's humiliating to you. Other times it's very private, maybe just the two of you, but knowing that that's going to bring out a humiliation on your part. So that's one of the topics we'll talk about. There's going to be different one each time. We'll talk about that and how you deal with it. More importantly, what do you do if that's happening to you in the moment? So that's one topic. And of course, we'll have letters from listeners and, and other guests who still we hope you'll join us. Robin, do you want to close anything out? I think, well, yeah, no, I think that's, I think we'll leave it there. That's, it feels like, especially with Becky's story, I don't want to make light of it by doing yeah. our media moment this time. This is our first endeavor here on our first live stream. It's going to get better and better, juicier and juicier as we go along. And uh, we hope that you'll be here for it. And we look forward to hearing from you. Robin mentioned the, the term media moment, but those of you who are with us for the first time, it's, it's going to be a special thing that we do referring to the media and how manipulation is taking place within the media itself. So we'll be getting to that. There'll be a lot more to, to see and hear with us. So thank you so much for joining us and 
Till the next time, we're just glad you're here. I'm Dr. Dennis Becker, joining my colleague, Robin Galinsky. Bye for now. Thank you for being with us today on today's episode of Outwitting the Manipulator, Protecting Yourself in Real Time. Robin and Dennis are seasoned communication experts, not medical or therapeutic professionals. The thoughts and opinions expressed are their own. If you, a loved one, or a friend are in an abusive or controlling relationship, you will find additional resources in the show notes for today's episode. Their book, Outwitting the Manipulator, Protecting Yourself in Real Time, is available on Amazon, Audible, and Kindle. We invite you to be with us again next time, and Robin and Dennis will discuss ways of outwitting the manipulator, protecting yourself in real time. <laughs>